What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan, and I will be your host. In a world instilled with fear, human beings now believe that the human body is inherently flawed. Many believe that it can't fight off things like viruses, anxiety, excess weight, joint pain, and many other issues that plague the modern day world. I will be sitting down with others from all different aspects of life where we'll talk about their journey, experience, and knowledge so that you can see how much taking control of your health and fitness can change your entire life. It is also my goal to bring you the information to help you with your nutrition and fitness, to help you see what the human body is truly capable of, and to help you win the war within, giving you the ultimate mind muscle experience. And welcome back, my friends. Today we are going to get into part due, dose number two of vitamin D because it's important. If you if you listen to the first episode, you'll know that already. And we didn't even cover the full scope. This one, like after reviewing the rest of my notes, this one won't be nearly as long. But um, a couple of key key things we're gonna hit on today. And it'll further drive the point home that you should do your own research on vitamin D, look into it. Maybe it's worth you beginning to supplement, especially if you are in a cold weather area where you don't get a lot of sunlight, or if you do get a lot of sunlight, you're always covered up because that's our that's how we absorb it. it is well, being covered up isn't how we absorb it. How we absorb it is the sun exposure to our skin. And if you live in like, you know, I live in the mountains of Pennsylvania and it's cold as fuck up here right now. Um, always wind chills that make it way colder. And I'm bundled up like a mother. So I might be getting out in the sun, but I ain't probably ain't getting a damn thing from it. So if you're in those kind of climates, you know, supplementing it may be, may be worth looking into. There's a lot, like vitamin D is a pretty hot topic today. So you can find a lot, a lot of experts talking about it. You can do your own research. You can look at all the, the notes and things I, I covered in this episode and the other episode. Make sure you check out the other episode first though, because like some of the really important parts of it are in that episode. Um, so some things may not make sense without it. So guys, we're going to talk about the last few points about it. Uh, but first, be on the lookout. I'm going to be launching. I got a lot of exciting things coming up. Uh, I'm going to be launching a website, which is going to have a bunch of podcast stuff. So I'm, I'm going to start uh, coming out with podcast merchandise. Um, what else is there? YouTube videos are a thing. Make sure you go check out the YouTube channel. Links are always in the show notes. Um, I'm going to have some interviews coming up. Really pumped about that. Some cool topics we'll be discussing really pumped about that what else is there a lot of stuff a lot of stuff so just be on the lookout guys um if you take anything from this episode i really appreciate you sharing the episodes leaving rates rates and reviews on itunes that that kind of stuff really does go a long way it helps me grow the show and it's all about reaching more people helping more people especially in a time like this like part of me made the intro the way i did because i want to be a smart ass and kind of poke fun at away the way the world is with COVID. But like the thing is, it's it actually is really sad to me how little faith people have left in the human body. If you understand even a fraction of what it's capable of, you'll know this is a bunch of malarkey. So that's all I got to say about that. So enjoy the national anthem. Drink your water. 
walking into it. So let's get right back into it. Um, just a quick recap. I'll talk about all the things we discussed. Not all the things. Most of the important things about the last episode. So we talked about when it comes to the importance of vitamin D, how adequate vitamin D levels are beneficial for promoting calcium absorption. That's important because calcium is vital for muscle contraction. So if we don't get enough vitamin D levels, we may not be getting enough calcium absorption, which means we may not be able to get in the the muscle contractions we're looking for in the gym. So we may not be getting swole like we really want. And this all starts from getting vitamin D, right? Also, we noticed in a couple of studies um, some positive effects on muscular strength, but also muscle recovery, which I found very interesting. So um, if you want to learn more about that, check out the last episode. Really intriguing stuff, guys. Um, the other study I looked at showed that there was an increase in one rep max bench on average from six to nine and a half kilos. A lot of questions I actually still have about it, but it sounds promising, right? And then we talked about how important vitamin D is for the immune system because the immune system has the mechanisms, has the machinery, the, the, the structure, if you will, to convert vitamin D3 from the form we take it in and we ingest it, we consume it in, whether it be sunlight, supplements, food, and convert it into what is necessary in the body, the active vitamin D form, calciferol. All right, so that's what we discussed. We talk, we, we discussed that a little bit more in depth than what I just said, because there's a lot more. You should, abs- if you have not checked out that episode, you should, because when it comes to the immune system, fascinating fucking shit. Like, I'm biased. I'm a nerd, so there's that. Okay, so... Now that we've recapped, we're caught back up. The one thing I want to hit on, like I said in the first episode, is it converts into a hormone. Dr. Rhonda Patrick on Joe Rogan's episode, and I've listened to her since, just keeps harping on this. And like I, I needed to understand why more. So she said in the episode, and I quote, it converts into a hormone. It regulates 5% of the human genome. I'm like, what? That actually sounds pretty crazy. I don't know what else regulates the human genome, and maybe 5% is a lot for one particular thing, which is why she was harping on it. Those are some questions now that I'm saying out loud, I wish I would have answered. But either way, we got information for you guys. So a randomized double-blind study concluded that the enhanced vitamin D levels um, had a profound effect on the expression of genes. 
And these genes have a mixture of biological functions within the body. Um, more than 160 different pathways. Some of these pathways connect to things like cancers, autoimmune diseases, or auto autoimmune disorders, I'm sorry, and cardiovascular disease. So it led me back to what the fuck is gene expression? And gene expression is the process where instructions in our DNA convert into functional products like protein. So that's why I said, I, don't, I forget exactly what episode it was, but proteins, while they're important, like people think of protein, right? They think of muscle or building muscle there at least. But protein is like the, at the literal building block of life for everything. So this is important. I mean, this study found that higher vitamin D levels had a profound impact on the expression of genes. Genes that have connected pathways to things like cancers, autoimmune disorders, and cardiovascular disease. I mean, autoimmune disorders are way up these days. Cancer has been a thing for a while. I mean, I've lost grandparents to cancer. I get it. it there's so many different kinds, so many different ways. Like, it's sad. And then cardiovascular disease, our leading killer, kills over 600,000 people per year. And is, I believe, 80% of the cases are caused because of lifestyle. Maybe vitamin D has a bigger effect than anybody really realizes because it controls 5%. That hormone that it converts into controls 5% of the expression of our genes. <laughs> What? Something I'm probably going to look more into now, guys. That is insane to me. So the next thing I want to talk about, vitamin D and depression. I, I think this is something that a lot of people actually are pretty are relatively aware of. And again, that last point I hit on at the end of the last episode was just kind of like the energy that we draw in from the sun. It kind of makes sense in a way because like we are a living life form on this planet in the solar system. So it kind of makes sense for everything to work in sync. Like if you think about the ecosystem every plant animal insect has a purpose and the things outside of us are kind of the same way the the water the 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 fuck i mean even even weather it's snowing out here right now there's a process that started somewhere else in the ecosystem that created that snow the sun it has a role to play it all does so vitamin d and depression there's there's a there's a there's a link there most Depression is the most common debil debilitating psychiatric disease and is associated with neuronal um, <clears throat> function. So suboptimal vitamin D levels have been shown to cause, not cause, but a lot of uh, suboptimal vitamin D levels has a correlation to depression in patients. So one systematic review or meta-analysis that I looked at took a bunch of studies, and I forget the exact number off the top of my head. I think it was so many that I just wrote a bunch. Um, and this, these, these studies looked at over 31,000 people and found that lower vitamin D levels were demonstrated in people with depression. So there's, like, I from... The information I gathered, it's not like it's set in stone. Vitamin, like lack of vitamin D leads to depression, but it sounds like there's a good chance that the two go hand in hand. And then the I looked at another study from the Journal of Affective Disorders. It was an eight-week double-blind randomized clinical trial. It took 56 patients um, with mild to moderate depression. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, the average age was around 43 years old. Um, they found the conclusion from the study was that it improved depression severity 
um, by supplementing with vitamin D. And then some of the things that they discovered during the study was that vitamin D and its receptors are in the same region of the brain that is associated with mood and behavior. Another thing they found was vitamin D regulates the gut brain serotonin synthesis path pathway. Now, I didn't actually think I would be referencing the gut microbiome episode this many times. So I guess it's a good thing I started with that one when I rebranded the podcast. But um, if you listen to that, and that's, we're throwing it back to December, maybe even November now, when I really, when I rebranded the podcast episodes two and three, I think, um, we talked about serotonin. And I had talked about it actually before that, before I rebranded when I did the podcast on sleep, which I did re-air. So serotonin is that, that feel-good hormone, right? It's a neurotransmitter. And serotonin um, is, I believe, 90 to 95% of it, if I remember correctly, is stored within the gut. That feel-good hormone. And vitamin D actually regulates the gut and brain serotonin synthesis pathway. So if we don't have adequate vitamin D levels, how can we regulate that gut-brain pathway for serotonin? Again, the feel-good hormone, the feel-good neurotransmitter, which... I'm going to tie this all in even more to why this may have something to do with depression. Although now that I'm saying it out loud, maybe it doesn't. Actually, I think I can tie this all together. So serotonin converts into melatonin, which regulates our circadian rhythm. And people who are depressed, I think they sleep more, right? So they don't have a natural, they don't have that circadian rhythm, that natural clock telling them when to sleep and wake, sleep and wake. So again, you can kind of, that actually makes a lot of sense. If we have inadequate vitamin D levels, we can't regulate the gut-brain serotonin synthesis pathway, that feel-good hormone, which means it doesn't convert to melatonin, which means it can't regulate our sleep schedule. Wow. That, I actually didn't say that all out loud before. That's fucking insane, guys. Like, vitamin D has a, plays a huge role in serotonin synthesis. Wow, that really is crazy. Serotonin is a very important um, neurotransmitter. And then the last thing they found from the study was that it may be a epigenetic factor in the regulation and function of oxytocin. Now, oxytocin is another hormone, and it acts as a neurotransmitter, and it's important for reproduction, social cognition, and social behavior. Mm. So, I mean, it sounds like, again, when I said that this episode, these episodes, I should say, are going to fall right in the middle of that mind and muscle connection, I didn't realize just how smack dab in the middle because when I first started doing this research, I knew had it had a played a role in strong and healthy bones. I didn't realize how much of an effect that vitamin D has on the immune system and our fucking brain. I mean, again, vitamin D regulates the gut-brain axis for serotonin synthesis. And then on top of that, it may have epigenetic factors in the regulation and function of oxytocin, which is important for reproduction, social cognition, and behavior. That is guys, is insane. Again, all the links will be in the show notes. I really encourage you to read into this more yourself or listen to podcasts. Like, again, I've, I've talked about Dr. Rhonda Patrick a few times. She is a genius. I love listening to her. The last thing I, 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 I want to hit on that, I, it sounded intriguing. I just didn't feel like diving too deep into it because it seems like they can link this for everything now, is it may aid, may aid in fat loss. 
Um, I didn't find anything super convincing other than the fact that it can increase your testosterone levels, which is an anabolic hormone. Ladies, you do need testosterone as well. So don't, don't think about like that. That point is just for the guys out there. Um, it's a, it, meaning it's basically a fat burning hormone to a degree amongst, it does a bunch of things. So that's just an oversimplified statement there. So that was the only thing I really found that was intriguing about it when it comes to fat loss, nothing else. Like the, the couple of studies I read were in mice, like the, the mice studies, like I get why they do it. I get why it has to start there, but it's just, it's like, how much of that can you say happens with humans? I don't know. Anyway, so if if you're if you're ne- like me going over all this stuff has made you think, huh? Maybe I should maybe I should see if I'm deficient. Am I deficient? What what do I do? Well, you gotta go get blood work done and ask your doctor about it. I mean, realistically, it's it's an important thing. And if 70 percent of the U.S. population it has insufficient levels of vitamin D, I mean, there's a good chance that you may. I'm pretty sure I did before all this. I got to be honest with you because I'm gonna tell you in a minute something that like blew my mind and it, it all it all makes sense it all makes sense so um the upper intake the upper the tolerable sorry i'm just trying to figure out how to properly say this the tolerable upper intake for um vitamin d3 is 4000 ius a day currently myself i uh i have a quote unquote vegan essentials vitamin i don't know which has B12 and vitamin D3 and K2, uh, is 2,500 I use. I probably take that four to six times a week. I don't really do it every day because like I said in the first episode, too much vitamin D can be toxic. I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm just saying you probably should get blood work, consult your doctor, that kind of stuff without a doubt. So um, one of the things I noticed, and this is the last thing I'm gonna hit on as we wrap it up here was, so... If you guys follow me on other social medias, you've seen what I look like. I'm not, I'm a pretty pasty person. I'm, I'm rather pale. I'm Irish and German. So like I don't really have that skin that just absorbs all the tan out of the sun. Um, so when I was, before I started taking better care of my health, started supplementing with vitamin D3, I would go to the beach and get fried. I would look so red. It wasn't even funny. I legitimately would turn into a lobster. It would hurt for like two weeks. I would peel really bad. All the stuff you can think of, it sucked. I hated it. But when I started supplementing with vitamin D3, I would get sunburned and I'm not even kidding. Two days later, I would actually be tanner. Um, I like, I, and I know they say you shouldn't use sun or you should use sunscreen to protect your skin from skin cancer or whatever they say. But I even noticed like I didn't need as much um, sunblock to keep myself from burning. I don't know exactly what happened, but I mean, I guess with more sufficient vitamin D levels, I was able to absorb the sun rays better. I don't know for sure, guys. I just thought it was interesting and I wanted to share it because. I used, I really did used to look like a lobster. It used to be very painful. Now it rarely hurts. It, it turns into, I actually get tan within like two or three days. Like not like super tan. I'm not, I don't look like I'm Italian or anything, but compared to what I look like, like compared to the Casper version of myself I was before, it's, it's definitely a step in the right direction. It's very interesting. Now I'm going to look like soon, 
I'm gonna. I always used to want to move to Hawaii, but then I heard how they are politically. I'm like, I can't do that. Um, but I want to look like one of those surfer dudes because I have the blonde hair. I have the blue eyes that get super fucking tan. Their hair gets super blonde, and it's just like it. I know it would be a good look on me. But Hawaii is off the table. Anyway, guys, I'm going to wrap it up there, guys. I hope you understand now how important vitamin D3 is. My mind was blown when I did the research. And then saying all of this again and then doing two episodes blew my mind more. And I want to do more research. I want to understand the gene expression of it all more, the hormone aspect of it. But, guys, I hope this intrigued you. I hope it made you question maybe there's something here i hope it encourages you to do more research listen to this again find other experts who are talking about it let me know how i did too let me know if this all made sense i want to know i talked about in the last episode let me know the length you guys like let me know um i don't want to make hour-long episodes if you guys don't like it but i also if you like if you want hour-long episodes um instead of breaking these kind of things up into two-parters i could do that I definitely, I mean, I just, I just recorded these back to back anyway, so it really wouldn't have made a difference. So guys, leave a rate review on iTunes if you took anything from this episode, share it with a friend, share it on social media, um, give people context why they should listen to this show more, help me grow the show. The goal is to reach as many people as possible so they can see what human potential is actually, what actually it is. It's all within you. You just got to take care of yourself and then you can just like, I mean, literally fuck shit up. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.